Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. We're back, baby, and we're talking about Alfred because we were thinking about, like, topics that would relate to the interests of the people, really. Mm -hmm. And what is more ubiquitous with the 99% than <laughs> a butler? Um, but no, I... Uh, British butler, no less. Yeah, an old British butler that catered to the whims of one eccentric billionaire. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm I'm excited because uh, I love Alfred. Uh, and there are a lot of creators clearly who who did or do, and uh, Alfred got a lot of play, especially during the Snyder Capullo run. I, totally. I mean, like just looking back, I was like, man, Alfred is like the he's the patriarch of that book. He is like the moral center. Alfred constantly is checked in with. Uh, I remember growing up with Batman comics and. Alfred was very minimal. Like he, yeah. he, he kind of like was like the giant penny in the Batcave. Part Alfred, of the scenery. <laughs> he's part of the scenery. He'd say something droll or pithy, and then Batman would go do the thing you're there to read the book for. <laughs> um, I didn't really even appreciate Alfred until much later in life. Um, it's but, true. I think you need to get older to truly appreciate what Alfred brings to the equation and how weird it feels when he's not around, which has been for God, how many years now have we been Alfredless? It's been at least three, if not four. I believe that Batman number 77 came out in 2019, but I I, I looked it up and I'm I, the Internet says 2020. So I don't know. But which which in comic book years, that's forever. Three years. It's true. Like, well, it, and Alfred has been dead not as long as Wolverine was dead. Mm. I think Wolverine was dead five years, but I don't remember if that's true. But but even then, in between, we had like some old man Logans and shit. So it wasn't really like he was dead. No, it's true. And it's weird because like we're also in the midst of like. So Alfred dies, right? And I guess mm. we could talk about let's let's talk a little bit about Alfred's passing. What happened there and why it's like egregious, why it's a problem that yeah. Alfred's not around. Uh, and I think it's because like me early on. Dan DiDio did not appreciate the mm. fact that like Alfred was important. He was a central figure. And I mean, even if like you want to ignore just the, uh, the Snyder Capullo run and how like elevated Alfred's character had been among the hearts and minds of the readers at the time, totally. uh, you also have to like, just remember that Alfred was a fixture. He's a, he's an, he's a core element. It'd be like if Jim Gordon wasn't, Oh wait, <laughs> oh yeah that's also been think gordon hasn't been commissioner for almost as long now yeah it would be like if jim gordon oh wait it wouldn't be it would be like if he doesn't use the bat oh wait it would be like uh, if he doesn't use the batmobile oh wait it would be like stately wayne man oh shit <laughs> yeah it'd be like if you overuse the oh wait yeah like there are there's this weird place we are in with dc and warner brothers where like they recognize too well like I think it's because of the changing of the guard. I think it's because totally. of the like over reliance on Warner Brothers, the over uh, connectivity with the with the studio. Mm. Because like when the powers at DC Comics recognized, oh, Batman's the cash cow, <laughs> uh, they and they over relied on Batman. It was at least Batman stories and Batman character. Like okay. Batman is cool and we love him and we want to be him and we want to read his stories. But during the like John's DiDio period, infinite crisis. Yeah. Like it's perpetrated because Batman is a colossal douche nozzle. Sure is. Like it's okay to make Batman the central figure and also kind of the villain. Like they changed yeah. his character a little bit in as much as they were like, 
Let's let's drag him through the mud. His his uh, paranoia and untrustworthy nature really came to the forefront, and he'll he'll relapse into that like every five to eight years, won't he? Like I'm gonna build a new fucking brother eye. I'm gonna build a new crazy robot. Yeah, and then that's the thing where it's like. I at least respect that they're like, this is a natural progression of the direction that we've treated Batman in today's world. They're just like Batman. I get it. Batman put Batman in the flash, make Mm. Batman comic books, put two Batman stories in every one Batman comic book. It doesn't matter if you don't even like one of them, just put them all in there. Yeah. But don't, and, and, and any of the Batman changes you make, make them cosmetic, but don't let anything happen to him. Indeed. You know, I mean, even the richness, you know, like Batman being rich. Well, he's slightly less rich than he was. And now he, he lives he, in a brownstone. Like he, he can't be buying satellites. And he can't be crashing 20 Batmobiles in a row. But, you know, he's still pretty rich. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think anyone was complaining about that. You did. You changed something that no one asked for. Yeah. And and that's where we are with Alfred, where it's like you changed something nobody asked for. Um, now, of course, in City of Bane, uh, already King, a controversial story in and of itself. Exactly. Like, uh, well, I know for you, especially because Bane had been such a like elevated character. Like Indeed. they changed him. He joined the Secret Six and he he grew. And then yeah. suddenly Tom King's like, I, I remember Bane being this. Which so I want funny. him to do that. <laughs> Which is funny because you think I would like it on one because I actually liked the story he did previously. I am Bane. And I am Bane's not bad. Yeah, reestablishing as a villain. In fact, I'm, that's probably the last Tom King story or like arc, I should say. I think there was like a couple more one one offs I enjoyed mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you know, this is OK. You know, if you're going to bring him back, you're going to make him a villain again. At least, you know, you put you put him over strong in wrestling terms. You got some good <laughs> wins here. You brought back his old faction and everything there. This yes. was this was all right. It's kind of weird how Batman beats him at the end. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's fine. It's pretty good. And then where it's like, no, he's actually the central villain of the city and he was actually behind the biggest most Machiavellian scheme ever possibly conceived and I'm like all right and you lost me again (laughs) yeah I'm uh I mean there's a lot of like in in Tom King's Batman run there's a lot of like oh that's kind of cool oh that got weird yep yep that's basically every story was like well that was a good idea oh nope (laughs) and you lost me again and then it gets weird all right and of course, not to disparage King, I love a lot of his ninety nine percent of his work. You know, it's Indeed. like that Batman run, though. Oh man, like, but the and what's funny is, you know, we're we're already getting in on it, but like, listen, this was not him. No, by all account, this was not him, which is wild to think about that King himself was even shocked that they kept Alfred dead at the end. He's like, no, I was going to bring him back. I was going to do a classic fake out. What are you talking about? Exactly. And like everyone expected it to be a fake out. And I think that's what Didio knew. And I think Didio wanted to like create. And the thing is, you know, I remember during Civil War when uh, or at the end of Civil War when Cap dies. Mm. And of course, he doesn't die in Civil War. He dies in Captain America. Yes, which, but, which, uh, which is one of those Bernstein Bears moments that everyone tells you wrong. Yeah, no. Ba- Captain America is tackled by 9-11 in Civil War. He's killed yes. in Captain America right after Civil War. But I remember um, people treating that Captain America issue like it was the death of Superman. Mm-hmm. Now, not that it happened that way. Not that like because I remember Death of Superman. That's how old I am. And I remember being in the comic book store and there was like an altar, like a like a cardboard thing made with Death of Superman poly bags. And there was a line out the effing store for Death of Superman. And the comic book retailer was just like laughing his way out of the bank, like all that 
hype and conversation. My parents drove there. We get in the car. We're going to the comic book store. I'm like, <laughs> what, what, what? It's a touchstone of pop culture. Yeah. Everyone associated with comics wanted Captain America to be the same thing. You know, they were like, death of Captain America. They should make this mm. polypack. This is a big deal. We're like, hey, listen, I ordered a thousand copies. <laughs> like, we need to make sure this is a big deal. Buy it. You know, and, and then I saw copies on eBay that were super expensive and everything. Oh, yeah. But it oh, died off. The, the news was covering it. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, but it didn't have the same phenomenon. And I'm saying, like, the, the thing is, all the people who were in charge of comics or worked in comics 25, 30 years ago were still working in comics when yeah. Alfred was killed. Yep. They remember. And so I think that DiDio is trying to artificially create a kind of, like, eventism it, with it, the it, death of Alfred. Yeah, I definitely think you're right. And it's funny, too, M much like the Captain America example we gave. They just kind of killed him on like any average Wednesday where normally deaths in comics, they got to prime the pump. They got to build it up months before. Like when was every time a character dies, you know, they were going to die. Like no death ever really surprises us anymore because death is a marketing tactic now. Yes, unless they are killing that character off in a book that they had no business being in. Then it's kind of like, why did you do that? And then we've only find out because of leaks. Yes, exactly. Hey, you. hey, Miss Marvel. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, again, that that was one of the that has to be one of the shortest lived deaths in comics. Right? That was like what a month, less than a month. I I would say probably like end to end, probably less than a month. But the the thing with that is, it's like, yeah, Resurrection Protocols, Maker Mutant. I get it. I get it. I'm on board. If if you had the X Men for the whole time in the studio uh, realm. She never would have been an inhuman in the first place. That's that totally is one of it. those, you know, road not travels. I guess we'll never know. I know one of the co-creators basically confirms that and says yes, but G. Will Wilson has never opened up about the topic, so I guess we'll I'm, never know. That's fair. I don't care. But like the thing with the with with the death of Alfred, the reason why it's like kind of out of nowhere, I think, is because first of all, was was not meant to be the death of Alfred, and I think that if the Tom King run sold better mm. than they anticipated they never would have done this yeah. i think i think the deal was punishing retailers for not ordering enough copies of batman and creating scarcity for this issue because i remember when this issue came out and people were like oh alfred died and Dio immediately went out and was like oh yeah no it's real he really he really did die like i don't think king came out and said it because i think king was like what <laughs> and we've seen that happen a lot where king you know king is like wait what was i what it, uh, no, you know, it, it was a very weird time. In fact, you know, to lend even more credence to your theory right there. I remember that's one of the few like, again, I can count it on my one hand how many times I got an early copy of a comic. I got an early copy of that, not via my own means, but through another group of people who sent it to me because they're like, hey, Joel, we know <laughs> you haven't been loving this Tom King run. I bet you're going to go crazy. And looking back on it, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Did, did they do that on purpose? Did they send that to me? Did you make me part of the marketing machine without me knowing it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, and, and it worked. Like, listen, that book was scarce. And it was because they ordered fewer copies. And yeah. I mean, it was it was. It was Batman 77, if I remember correctly. And like it was out of his hundred issue run that never got to finish. So that only got to be 80 at the tail end of a run that was already controversial and was already being forced to wrap up. Yeah. So it feels like to me that was DiDio kind of like pulling a fast one. And uh, so so none of this is organic. None of this feels right. None of this feels earned. And it's weird. 
So why is it still happening? Like, yeah. Why are we still here now? So like we, we talked a little bit about like how we got here. Now I want to know why are we still here? It's weird, right? Because it feels like, again, as we've mentioned time and time again, some characters aren't even dead for a month and they're already back. And since then, feels like there's been a dozen different chances to bring him back and rewrite the universe and retcon it. You've had a crisis since then and everything and you still yeah. didn't do anything with it. Right. And the worst of it for me is is not just the fact that like they refuse to acknowledge it because I think that they've not like the, the fact that they refuse to do it it's the fact that they keep teasing you that they're yes. going to do it and then don't that for me is like what is that like because here's the thing i understand if, if it was wolverine mm. right in the death of wolverine after the death of wolverine if like there had been I think there was a mini series right after that with the new Avengers where they were like, we're going to we got to recover something that Wolverine had or we got to wrap up some loose end for him. Well, well, there was that. And then there was Wolverines where we had Mr. Sharp who looked like him, but turned out to be a clone or some shit. Right, exactly. So we had ended. right. But we had these red herrings for Wolverine. Mm -hmm. I get teasing Wolverine's return and then not like playing basically just the tip with Wolverine <laughs> for like five years. But like at the end of the day, it's alfred yeah you know it, it's not like it 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 would be like if they were like if 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 uh two-face stole the giant penny from the, <laughs> from the Batcave, and then for for five years they were like batman kept finding giant pennies all over the place and being like <laughs> you know what maybe i'll put that in the cave no but but it wasn't really a giant penny it was the ghost of the giant penny who was possessed <laughs> by a demon but also right? maybe he was because he got to say that it was okay that he was stolen the giant penny i'm talking about not <laughs> exactly Alfred. of course no uh or or it was a it was a giant penny from an alternate reality oh, who had yeah. nothing to live for and could have jumped universes without skipping a beat but also uh force because that's the other thing is like in the Zdarsky run right now, like Batman goes to another reality. He runs into Alfred in that reality. Uh, Bruce where where he had died young and where this Alfred doesn't believe in anything. See, right. I, I kind of like that one because by the end that Alfred learns to believe in things again and goes, you know, I, I need to, you know, fill the Bruce void in this world. You know, you've taught me to be better. You know, I, I care now, Bruce. I care <laughs> now. Right. But I get the idea of like cre of, of making him hop universes to our reality and then having him be the new Alfred. Because then at least it's like we've changed because I think that these that these people who did this and the people who are reinforcing it consider themselves creative. Yes. And I think that something that masks itself as creativity is change. And I think that for them, it's like, well, if we bring back Alfred, we got to have a good reason. And we got to have a hook. Can't mm. just be that Alfred's back. Right. Because that would just be giving the readers what they want. And we can never do that. Exactly. Well, we, we, we are in an endless pissing contest with our readership. You see, we must exactly. always keep an antagonistic relationship. <laughs> right. Right. We always want like the entire comic book community just gnashing their teeth and being kind of miserable at all times. Yeah. About something, you know, now, nothing can ever be like, you know, harmonious. Uh, but it would have been an artificial way to make Alfred interesting again, where it's like, yeah. this is not the Alfred, you know, this is an Alfred who's like maybe more overprotective because he loves, because he misses, because he, because he yeah. let Bruce die the first time. This is an Alfred who doesn't remember this reality. So we get to have Alfred meet all the members of the Bat family all over again. You know, I, I, I get that kind of motivation. I hate that because I don't want that. I don't want no. a new Alfred. I want our I, Alfred. I don't want him relearning all the lessons that he would have learned by now. Yeah. Like I'm good. And I, 
don't need Alfred to give like hard boiled, miserable, I'm angry Alfred versions of those lessons that we would get. It's it's so bizarre. And then what's even worse is we have no Alfred, right? Mm. And we have this weird nebulous period with Oracle where like Oracle's in charge, but yeah, like, you know, Oracle's back essentially, but also like it's not occupying the Alfred role. No, we, we, we also had Ghostmaker in the cave for a hot minute, too. Yeah. At the end of the time in years, was like, hey, here's my new guy. Right? But you know who we haven't put in the cave or in the Alfred seat? Julia. Yeah, his freaking daughter, which, man, I, I remember we find out in the Bane book of all uh, things – or no, yeah. was it? Sorry, in the Joker book of all the Joker things, book yeah. about Bane. <laughs> yeah, in, in a Bane store, where she's like, "Yeah, you guys didn't even invite me to his fucking funeral." For Christ's yeah. sake, like that's how bad the Bat family handled this. They did not even seek out his daughter, which is a joke you and I were making. Where it's like they had two different funeral issues for Alfred, and his daughter wasn't dead either. No, and I promise you, it's because they forgot. Yeah, of course. And when I say forgot, I don't mean Batman forgot. I mean the people who made it. Yeah. Oh crap! He had a daughter. Shit. Oh, can we can we make that the writer or the the artist's responsibility to just put them in there? A, a character too that, by the way, was given the extra importance in the Snyder era. The last time Alfred was important, we had the whole weekly series where she came back and was kind of a big deal and hung around for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember when Joker chops off Alfred's hand? Yes, and I the, do. Like she needs to step in. Like it's weird. It's weird that they like that they refuse to acknowledge the uh, the obvious answers that are there that they are aware mm-hmm. of as well as we are. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. one thing where, like, the audience knows, you know, I, I cite, there's actually a moment I remember very vividly, which demonstrates the difference between, like, the creator and the audience, which is in an Inside the Active Studio where Harrison Ford is being interviewed. Ooh. And uh, uh, James Lipton uh, refers to Indiana Jones and how like in at, in Indiana Jones uh, in the last crusade, we finally find out what Indiana Jones's real name is. Yes. And he sets and he sets up Harrison to say it. And Harrison goes, Oh, um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, someone loses it in the audience. Just goes, <laughs> Junior! like just, just can't, contain themselves enough it just yells a very junior. real moment of nerdy it's like but i know the thing like, how, but how could you not know it it is and, and it's like dude it's your character's name how could you not know that and it's like he, he goes dude and he doesn't say it but like that's the that's the dis the, that's the that's the difference between the audience and the and and the the company is like the company goes dude this is a job for for me it was a tuesday for you it's the most important moment of your life exactly thanks m bison mm. like i clocked in i played the character or in this case i clocked in i wrote the thing we put out the thing we edited the thing we made sure there's no spelling errors there's no grammar problems that there's like continuity between the panels that the artist did their job we put it out and then the audience went where the hell's the man's daughter and we went oh yeah that character who no one has used or referred to since three runs ago and like no. I, I and like i get it when it's your job you know you get lost in the sauce sometimes you're too close to the material i understand yeah like you said we're we're clocking in and out here man we can't cover everything but then again that's the beautiful thing about comics and sequential media is that you can go back and fix it which makes it even worse because they had a second chance to do it and they still didn't fix it <laughs> until uh what is it until the joker book where tiny at least had to make reference to it and lean into the fact that they fucked up well i think that's just Tynan being like i remember i just didn't get a chance to do anything with it yeah sorry or he or he remembered after the fact where he's like oh crap 
I think it was more the second one where it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really quick before we get into uh, our theories and ideas, I wanted to address a couple super chats because they came yeah. in, and we'll, we'll we'll chat with the audience. Tinfoil Tyrant, love the deluge of uh, post-con content. Hope you all have a good morning. Uh, thank you very much, man. You too. Uh, Sal Brosophus, mm-hmm. you checking out the Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition? I am not. <laughs> I've, I've seen but some I should. I didn't even it. know that was a thing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they're doing like a big, crazy re-release remaster of Rise of the Triad. That's amazing. I am I, so, I'm shocked it's even a thing. <laughs> I'm so on board because I played the crap out of Rise of the Triad. Looks good. Um, hell yeah. Uh, thank you, Flywheel Shyster, for your support. We do appreciate it, man. Uh, Cat Lawyer will defend for treats. Sal, your hard work is so inspiring. You're very kind. Thank you very much, oh. Cat Lawyer. Uh, you never cease to amaze. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, I hope Alfred doesn't come back evil like that Earth 3 version. Oh, yeah. Dude. Remember the outsider? I don't, but uh, I don't need to. I also don't need like the Alfred is the Joker and is like s- secretly responsible for the origins of all of the villains because they're all like his his play yes. uh, actor friends. <laughs> yes, uh, another fun Elseworld take. Yeah, it's a fun Elseworld, but keep it over there. Yes, let's not let's not incorporate bad ideas. Silvery Cricket, Alfred being dead feels like one of those things where writers go, "Can I revive him?" and the editors just go no it really feels yeah. that way because they've rubbed up against and it's even weirder because we've had all these elseworld stories with alfred where he's totally alive and well and thriving. they don't even yeah and, and you don't even really think about it like you don't no. go like oh in this reality alfred's alive. you're just like yeah right alfred right i mean Hell, yeah it, it, in this night terrors thing in that batman tie and they use alfred being alive as a mile stick for like oh we're back in time now because alfred's still alive and, and i didn't even get that on my first <laughs> go-through i'm like oh yeah hey there's alfred I'm like oh no fuck yeah that's right he's dead i guess we're in the past shit right <laughs> i guess we're in the past because because i again like the giant penny he's just part of the scenery it's weird that he's not there and hasn't been there for so long yes i i yeah and i i have, I have some things to say about like the the current status quo of batman and all that but like it's like i think that it's a lot of uh pageantry mm. like i think saying that batman is less rich i think i think cause like taking Batman out of the cave and out of the manor and putting him in a brownstone or making him do this, that, and the other thing, or like, and, and by the way, Zdarsky clearly is like, tra- Zdarsky doesn't want to be the kind of the guy who just goes, that guy didn't do it right. I'm just going to put, I'm just going to change it like overnight. Like first, this isn't a Spider-Man comic where in no, the first yeah. page, we maybe acknowledge the last run and then just throw it the hell out the window. Like with this, you know, he wants to play ball. I think Zdarsky's in it for the long haul when it comes to DC. So, like, this and, is... And he's, he's flirting doing. with it, too, because we get multiverse Alfred. We get Bruce going back to the mansion to have dinner with his family. That and mansion that thing, I'm like, oh, my God. No, he's like, the the whole family goes to the mansion for breakfast, and you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. E- even in the failsafe arc, he's fighting in the mansion. They're doing stuff in the mansion and in the cave again. And I'm like, okay, he's having his cake and eat it too. Even Wade is like, uh, okay, so I'm new here. What's going on? Oh, he doesn't have his money. He's not in the mansion. Well, he's going to be in the mansion for the beginning of my story <laughs> because uh, that's how I wrote it. And right. uh, yeah. Well, and because I'm not interested in doing that. Like at the end of the day, anyone who gets the opportunity to write for Batman is not going like, boy, Gimme whatever the hell weird position he's in right now and let me run with it because I I, I because I love this character for all the things he isn't. Actually, I, I guess in that Batman Superman book, yeah, Alfred can be alive in that too, because that takes place in the past. That's right? in the past. Oh yeah, no, Alfred's definitely in that book. So he gets around that one too, man. And also Shazam is Captain Marvel, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
No, well, they call him the captain. It's not Captain Marvel. The captain, but come on. I'm pretty sure in one of those little Twitter things there, one of the screen names is literally just Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I, I, MP. I, I, I do love Big Dick Wade. Just is just not giving a shit. Yeah, well, because anybody who had a problem with him doesn't freaking work there anymore. Mm. Uh, and he's doing a great job. No, yeah. like the Wade stuff is awesome. He's turning in quality work so no one can complain. Yeah. MP Denny O'Neill once stated Alfred, Robin, and Batman constitute a core trinity. Without with without which the Batman character doesn't work. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think I've heard that before. I love Denny O'Neill's. Uh, understanding of the character mm. denny has is responsible for some of my favorite and least favorite batman stories of all time he, he created so much stuff for batman he he has forgotten more about batman than people will ever <laughs> probably know like it's so true. many things we take for granted were all denny o'neill ideas and funny just stop thinking about it we've had a batman without robin for a long time too actually yeah yeah no i i think if i could amend it if i could pitch my own i think the trinity is alfred batman gordon I yes mean, for i me, know you that said is, this before that gordon is an often unappreciated part of this trinity he's he's a he's a vital aspect because it's like alfred represents the bruce wayne part gordon represents the law and order part batman is the you know is is the is the duality if, like, if you're distilling it to you know the original golden age right exactly uh i like Ra- i like robin i've always loved robin as a kid like if i had a choice between robin or batman figure i'd take a robin um but i also like I am rarely dazzled by a Robin story. Any like I, I, I have so few good Robin stories in my head, um, except for those that happened to Tim Drake. But only mm. and it, and it's not because of necessarily nostalgia goggles. It's because like they put a lot of work into it. Like yeah. Tim Drake had like multiple series. It's like true. when he became, I love when he becomes Robin for the first time. First of all, they flirted with that a lot, but like they push it. Like they they make it a story. He finally becomes Robin, and then immediately he's like. I don't know if I deserve this. And he become and he goes into his own mini series where we like, he trains some more. Like, yeah. Just in case anyone isn't really certain that this guy should be Robin. <laughs> here's more like growing pains for this character. And, and I guess Williamson is set to fix that too, because we're getting a new Batman and Robin series, which is, you know, building on everything that happened in the Damien book and everything else. And probably to prime, prime the pump for the new movie, because we're going to be getting a Batman and Damien in that. And honestly, there's, there's just something that feels good and complete about that. Cause it's been way too long since we have a, have had a book that is called Batman and Robin on the shelf. That's true. No, I'm looking forward to that Batman and Robin Same. book. Uh, you'll be hearing more about that on uh, our show all-stars in the next few weeks uh, because at, by that point batman and robin will have final or cutoff options and uh, so we'll be able to tease a little bit more about what that book's all about i, I also really like that damien series as far as like a solo robin book goes but then again i think i've always liked damien a little bit more than you so i was fine to have him have his you know anime fight tournament arc where he goes and meets connor hawk again that book was fine no i i i got it and williamson infused a lot of humanity into that character sure did uh, he likes but, to paint uh, and he likes anime. <laughs> he likes he likes manga. Good for him. Um, sphere mode. I love Alfred, but I think he should stay dead because I dislike how often continuity gets reset in these stories. They never should have done it in the first place, but we have to live with it now. No, I don't think so. I hear what you're saying and I get it. But like also we shouldn't have to live with other people's mistakes mm. just because we are better. Like just because we're like, I'm willing to, I, I live in the real world where <laughs> there are consequences. Dude, let me give you an example. I, uh, in high school, no, let's go middle school. Um, I used to flunk this like geography test. And then we used to do, we did this thing where it was like, um, 
every week at the end of the week we'd get like a, a map mm. and we'd have to put down all the countries and their capitals on oh the map. Yeah, yeah i remember this i did this too yeah and each week it would be a different country and capital and i flunked almost all of them and everyone else got a pluses really yeah until i realized that everyone in the room was cheating <laughs> well there you go that checks. literally like i looked over one time i like because I, I i was such a freaking rule uh follower like i wouldn't even look at other people's like i wouldn't look around because i didn't want to get in trouble yeah, one sure. day i was like i was so sick because i'd failed like four tests in a row i look over and i see that all the kids like i look over i see this kid he has a piece of paper it's fold it's like it's like not folded like flat it's bent like it's like a like a sail mm. in his desk and it's just he's just looking at it like so clear. And then I looked over. Everyone is doing it. I, I thought you were going to say the teacher didn't take the map down. <laughs> no, no, that I've, I've seen that before. We're like we did we did a vocab yeah. quiz and like all the vocab is on the freaking board behind them. And I'm like, yep. But by then I learned my lesson, which is like, cool. I'm the only idiot who's failing because mm, I wanted like, to do it the right way because I'm doing it the right way. No. Like I, not that like, and of course Murphy's law is if I was just if I was to cheat, I would be the one to get caught. Yeah, naturally. But like, but the lesson there was like, I'm the only idiot who's following the rules, and it's and like also, not that not that like you're an idiot for following the rules, but like, don't don't be a rube. It's also like <laughs> it's it, it's fiction. It's you know quintessential. You know it's it's storytelling. You know there's there's nothing you shouldn't be able to write your way out of. But I also get the super chatters other point there where it's like yes. yeah de death in comics is already pointless. We need to make it even more right. pointless. But it's also like it's Alfred though. Like it's, you, you're we not can make some exceptions. Yeah, you're like, not going to upset the apple cart by bringing, but you're not going to cheapen the drama or anything yeah. by like oh he's alive again. You know he's not. You're not going to affect the stakes of anything by bringing the beloved old butler back yeah exactly or at um, least that's how i look at it yeah i i i hear exactly what you're saying i i think i agree with that um mp i absolutely detest how didio johnson rucka vilified and bastardized batman for so long and tossed out the danny o'neill's vision of the character i i i agree that they had some weird um like batman was none of their favorite character no and they so they were able to at that in their own way i think like do anything like it, it gave batman the opportunity if you can look at it that way to be anything and yeah. to and to change grow or even be vilified um which i, I love hate, which i don't hate any of those ideas either because it's like yeah there's a lot of batman that is prickly and paranoid and he lies to his family he often does so you know in the process of trying to serve the greater good but i think he gets in his own way that's again why i like that fail safe arc so much where it's like yeah batman's paranoia will always be his greatest villain it will always bite him in the ass and this is just a personification of his paranoia exactly uh the other thing was like uh, you can't argue that they didn't to like go through pains to undo it you know from the one year later mm -hmm. to the like vision quest with ten-eyed man to like his apology tour afterwards <laughs> you know like it's any other number of stories afterwards exactly listen i nobody wants a, a return to the denny o'neillisms than me like mm -hmm. nobody wants to have batman be batman to have like prestige bound original graphic stories that are just like hard-boiled detective or adventure stories 
like where's released out of yeah out of nowhere with blue capes like uh, constantly than more than me but um that's kind of where we are in media unfortunately yeah exactly uh bb metalhead 04 did anyone else have a small heart attack when they blew up alfred in the batman film i thought yes me too yeah yes i'm like oh man they're they're going for it they're going for okay he's fine he's fine he's yeah no i think so too i think they definitely killed him or i was like oh my god yeah he died and i was Um, like an andy circus i'm like don't kill andy circus this is actually like a good story of him trying to get batman to you know rejoin the world and come out of his shell and everything mm -hmm. there they had a nice talk about cufflinks and everything don't kill him now yeah exactly no i like i i'm glad they didn't i'm glad they restrained themselves um silver cricket i wouldn't fix the problem but what if it wouldn't fix the problem what if alfred's daughter became the new butler maid it feels like there is a vacuum in alfred's shaped hole I, yeah I we fixed like, the idea of julia but i don't i don't think julia would want to be the maid. no and i feel like we're past that now they made a solid point of going she's pissed at the bat family for not inviting her to her father's funeral and yeah. even when her dad had his hand cut off and she was helping in the bat cave they made a solid point for being like no i'm a spy i'm just helping yes exactly um yeah we I, i'm just like at that point it's been three years like the time to make julia the replacement alfred was like in the same breath that that time has come and gone indeed i agree yeah. uh, mp dc needs to get back to denny o'neill's batman and not the anti-hero villain to dio johnson rucka and king of others perpetuated for so long um i don't think the king made him a villain i just didn't like it no uh, king made him a weirdo <laughs> which which he is kind of a weirdo he is a weirdo like, but like, we didn't need to acknowledge it yeah like not that kind of like, king had a weird thing of like oh, i'm gonna be pulling some threads on some sweaters you look and see and i'm like cool man now i just have a lot of thread you didn't build this back up into anything you spend 80 issues deconstructing and now i've just got a bunch of spare parts man yeah mm-hmm. well you got we'll read the miniseries because that's exactly what that is it's just like here's the rest kind of it, is it? I was so like done when that series was over. I didn't even bother yeah, checking the, it out. Does the it mini go series? It, it, the mini series is it, it does not acknowledge any of the run whatsoever. <laughs> it is it is its own story about. Okay, there's three different timelines going on in that. Freaking oh book. boy! Well, classic King. <laughs> Future, past, and present, and it's just like, and and it's it's you got to read it all in, at once uh it's actually i liked it a lot but i was also like i get why nobody likes this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i liked it better as its own thing i was like okay cool uh people seem to really like it they were like i want this to be canon you cowards and i'm like nah (laughs) maybe maybe there's been enough time and distance now to get and i've read other king works that i've enjoyed like that supergirl book and everything else now maybe i can come in with fresh eyes and give the man a second chance i'm i've i've also been in the similar camp where i'm like maybe i should reread his batman uh we'll see kathlui i hi guys i'm heading to japan right now well have a good time and you guys will be helping me get through my fear of flying keep up the great work Stay well. You're going to be fine. Just try to distract yourself as much as you can. And Konnichiwa. (laughs) Konnichiwa. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hobbs, I think the reason why they haven't brought Alfred back is they will never get away with this again. Got to squeeze all they can out of this era. Mm -hmm. I agree with that concept, Mm -hmm. but in theory, in theory, I I agree with it, but they haven't. Like, but but they're not doing anything with it. Much like the brownstone and the no money and all the other things they did with Batman. It's like, well, this didn't change anything and it didn't produce any new classic stories. So why are you so married to the concept? Yeah, like they seem to like the, uh, for me, the only thing that they do seem to be like want to commit with it. They they seem to revel in the like new era they're in. Like mm. we did it. We did it. We we create we engineered an era. This mm. is the era where 
Alfred is dead for no reason, and it sucks. Yeah, we created superficial change. Don't you love it? Right, like, we uh, we now have our electric blue Superman era. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, MP, killing off Alfred is part of a broad disdain for non-costume supporting characters. Gordon was retired off page. Lucius Fox uh, and Wayne Corp are gone. The Lucius Fox thing, I, I always believe that Lucius Fox, like, especially with the proliferation of the next Batman or new yeah. Batman, was like, no, I'll, like he's going to be kind of like a soft antagonist to that book because of the like animosity between Lucius and Jace. Uh, I, I don't know if that happened. I didn't read the book. I, I also, and I feel bad. I didn't keep reading it because it seemed like something I would really enjoy. Yeah. Also too, again, as my other co-host Matt brought this up and this did my head and Lucius technically controls Bruce's money. Yeah. He so- has all the money. So he has all the money and they've never bothered to address that. And they left on really bad terms, Mm -hmm. Lucius and Bruce, and no one bothered to go back to that and try and mend that fence and square that circle. No, no one's interested in doing that. The thing is, I think like, you know, with with people like Zadarsky, who are like who's who's in a place where he's like, I don't need to do anything. I don't I don't I don't have to clean up anyone's mess. I don't have to do any like like fix anybody's problems. Like I'm just telling my story. Yeah. Um, if it happens by accident, sure. But like, you know, let a less experienced, more like uh, hungry writer, you know, Sink volunteer to one. clean up after everybody. <laughs> uh, and Hany- Uncanny Human Torch, what's popping, y'all? Any plans for commentary tracks coming to the channel? Not anymore. I mean, we, we should, but like, there's no, there's nothing in the works. So, you know, I, I would like to, but there's just no time. I know they're fun to do, but unfortunately, YouTube is just not a great atmosphere for them right now. Exactly. Anything, anything no. longer than a certain time period. Yeah. DV, too many Fall of Gotham stories. One year, one a year, 2019 on. Sure felt that way. Yeah, that's it's rough. Even Zdarsky's guilty of that. Yeah. Remember when Failsafe took over all of Gotham, like for two pages? He took over the world, didn't he? He said <laughs> robots everywhere, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Tevia says, uh, why didn't DC bring back Alfred and DH John Kent? They're, we're talking about it right now, my friend. Yeah. Milfinity, I don't know why they kill characters like Alfred when you have 30 flashes running around in Signal. Signal, well, Signal doesn't have a book. Nobody cares about it dealing with signal that's and like he, he gets to show up in the bigger family scene so they remember yeah, he exists he, they do remember to invite him more so than alfred's daughter yeah which know. is crazy but you know good i'm glad someone remembers he exists because i feel at some point in the future someone who really cares someone who grew up on signal is gonna write the quintessential signal story totally he's, or if he shows up in a cartoon it. or a video game yep then he will be fine uh, and the Flash fans love flashes. They don't. They, they're like I have a problem with like seventeen Spider people because I'm like Spider Man is unique and fun. And his car- his powers are that. I also don't like seventeen Robins running around. But uh, for when it comes to flashes, for whatever reason, Flash fans are like the more the merrier. Keep running. Yeah. Oh, we it's, all the same power. Let's all run. Which which you know there's something kind of wholesome and nice. About I know. I kinda, Again, I'm, it's a, it's a whole Power Ranger team. You know, we were all different colors. We got one for everyone in the rainbow, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't I don't begrudge them. Uh, Mickey Veach, do you think the bizarre increase in seeing White Rabbit and Boomerang <laughs> in Spidey comics is an attempt to recapture the magic that happened with Kite Man? I, he thinks it feels that way. I don't um, think it. I don't uh, think so. Uh, B- Boomerang's resurgence uh, predates Kite Man, by the way. He was in Superior Foes being funny and being interesting and nuanced before Kite Man. If anything, Kite Man ripped him off. Right. I think Kite Man is a very different beast from 
any of the superior foes stuff that the superior foes is nick spencer's slice of life like irreverent style humor infused into like the concept of like the rogues that feels like like a miracle that they ever made it in the first i can't believe they made it they they would Um, never make that book again at current no uh whereas kite man was just like i think king combining memes with talent yes a weird throwaway joke that became less of a joke as time went on to where i'm like okay well now the joke's not funny anymore because now i feel like you're buying his hype but hey you know what if he didn't become the thing that he did if he didn't become the meme because of the king era we wouldn't have had the definitive kite man which was in the harley show (laughs) which was so popular he is getting his own spinoff now which he was supposed to be called noonan's bar now it's just called kite man hell yeah so now he actually gets to be the the main attraction now he gets to be on the marquee yeah white rabbit i don't get it i don't get the appeal i don't get the i don't get the reason why they keep pushing her i don't get it i think if they wanted to kite manor they do like a full ass Spider-Man book with her making her like a sad clown. Yeah. That when you get the full issue of Spider-Man where white rabbit is a sad clown, then you will know they're ripping off kite man. Oh, that annual's coming. Oh yeah. Jim Gia Bryant. I respect DC for keeping him dead for so long. We were in an era where Ms. Marvel announced to be revived the same week. It was a grieving issue that, that did my goddamn head. It was like, you couldn't, you couldn't even let her rest in peace for a week. You artless fucks you. Well, if she's a mutant, she doesn't need to, we can jump the line. It doesn't matter. Uh, um, technically she's a mutant in human hybrid, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love I pitched that and they were like and then in the book it's like that's exactly what it was and it wasn't that I pitched it it was just like that I I, I knew what they were gonna do you know what they not, need not to on do purpose, but yeah Kamala needs to go hang out with Luna what is it Quicksilver and Crystal's daughter you know they finally yes. have someone to talk to seriously right uh but yeah no I I I don't respect this this is because it it never came from an authentic place no and it I was don't totally think... editorially mandated no one wanted to do it and even the fallout is weird like norman feels worse about it than yeah. peter does and this is all part of like norman's redemption story where i'm like what the fuck yeah what well and, and when and bringing it back to alfred like uh, there's no there's no authenticity to alfred's death it's it's damien it's... felt bad about it for a while because that was something williamson cared about and made that part of his journey <laughs> like, i want to make it about robin and it's like yeah and then uh there's a great moment crap what book was it i think it was in um the joker war mm. where joker goes to bane and he's like you're an idiot <laughs> you ruined it you ruined alfred <laughs> like you killed him in front of robin and made it a robin story that sucks yeah joker becomes the fans for a second and lets yeah. you know tyne invent about writing for a minute completely and justified i get it uh cat will defend for treats her death his death was underwhelming that it was more odd than tragic it really was. Returned with the same energy as logan's fire claws <laughs> just happens off panel or in free comic book day dude yes a free comic book day issue called like the return of alfred would be fine by me if i got better like, i'm back yeah I maybe got it was better. the lazarus formula that damien had maybe it's not maybe it's, oh yeah that's again uh, all the time he threw that they, away he was like no i'm not gonna bring alfred back to life i'm like shut the fuck up yes all the times he flirted with it damien almost did it we got him for a second in that mark wade book but he was like a ghost who was possessed but maybe he was the real one then we had multiverse alfred and then you know it's like oh maybe he'll come back at the end of the dark crisis so they've had like four or five chances to do it don't forget reanimated corpse uh using the designer stuff in joker war like we had literally alfred's body like there was there's a lot of ways they were like this could be it 
nah and i'm like yeah. that for me that's more annoying than not doing anything yeah don't don't blue balls me with alfred come on guys ray far comp up woo what's up sal and joel hope you two are doing well Eat. thanks ray we are uh when talking about deaths and comics i always think of robot chickens dc <laughs> special yeah when uh batman's given the eulogy and he's like oh well, shut up everybody this is stupid yeah basically um supreme omega Hey guys, hope you're well. If I was in control, I would sacrifice Red Hood to revive <laughs> Alfred. Hey, I would be honoring O'Neill. He never liked Jason and revived. A, a, Neither a did I. A character who should have stayed dead and a character that should have stayed alive. You know what? You could tell a really great story about Jason being like, no, I need to put it right is the thing. Yes. You know, I should never have come back. You know, Alfred deserves a second chance. You know, I squandered mine. Dude, if they if they did that, if there was like a if there wasn't like a, a thing, like a run where it was like Jason just has a real come to Jesus moment where he's like, it was a mistake. Like I've never, I've squandered it. It's a waste. I'm a loser. I don't have anything. I've never made, I, I, me returning did not make the world any better. In fact, it only made it worse. Yeah, that would be, And then yeah. we have, and, he, and he's like, and I, and like he, and so he, he, he tries to like, you know, uh, do the deed and finds out like that there's too much Lazarus in his veins, something like that, and he can't die or something. So he has to go on like a pilgrimage to like truly die, right? Yeah. And he goes to like everybody, like, you know, Artemis tries to talk him out of it, Bizarro's involved, like the Bat family. But we do like all this stuff where it's a journey to death for, for, mm. for Jason Todd. No, maybe he knows if he does it, like maybe the Spectre is like, man, it's Spectre. Because like I'm just thinking about when the Spectre goes to um uh Ralph Dibney and he's like, if you kill Gene Loring, I'll give you Sue back. Yeah. If the Spectre's like, if you, I will give Alfred back for you. But you got to kill someone for me. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, so he's, so he's like, he knows it's, it's not, so it's not a suicide book. It's more like he's, he's like, he's going to do a from job. God. He's the Blues he's gonna, Brothers. Yeah. He's on a mission from God, but he knows that at the end of it, he's not coming back. So like, maybe he pulls in like the old crew. Maybe he pulls in his favorite Robin, you know, like maybe we get like a bunch of stuff and then like, and then at the end, you know. Obviously, you know, but, you, you can make it a story about a lot of, you know, broken psychics who never quite did. You got to get Roy involved because Jason oh, and sure. Roy always had Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you get him, you get like all like the forgotten psychics. You can get Wallace West in there. Where he's like, oh, God, am I really one of you guys now? Shit. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tommy John Alleman, uh, a dumb way to make Alfred back is make him into an AI, transfer him to an Animal Mac body, and have him star in his own series. I really I'm thought shocked. that was going to be a thing. Alfred's like, oh, you know, I put the Alfred protocol in place, you know, in case yes. I should ever die before you, Bruce. Don't worry. I will always be here as your cool robot buddy. <laughs> so weird they didn't do that because it was such a, like, it's always there. Like, the idea of Alfred being an AI, again, it's funny. I was just having this conversation yesterday uh, with an upcoming episode of the show, which you'll want to check out. It's on Tuesday. Day. watch my uh chat with tom king he's back hey. uh but uh we, he taught he, he teased how like dark knight strikes again he loves it and i'm like i i disagree that, but, that uh, sounds like a thing you would say go on 100 <laughs> but uh he's not wrong in that like it has all these really awesome ideas and like frank miller manages to somehow like distill or to elevate a character in like one panel that like he's never had like the plastic man sequence where it's like, he could kill us all the thing like, that everyone remembers. powerful thing. But like, that's true. Like it's, he's never been cooler than in that one little moment. Yeah. Um, but similarly, uh, Alfred's an AI in that. Yeah. And like, you don't even question it. No, you really don't. So it's, it's just one, it's one of those things where it's like, that's a holdover. 
you know? Um, but anyway, uh, Ray Farr says, uh, grow Al back from his hand. It's still in the cave. That's oh, true. shit. That's right. There's an object. I didn't even think of that. I, I tried to state continuity for a lot of my ones here for pitches I had. Yeah, I didn't even remember the arm. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that'd be funny because then he could, like, Batman could go to Joker and be like, thanks. It, you know what it is? Batman totally has a friggin' cloning program in another layer under the Zuranaw layer. In the oh, game. no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's his Rick Sanchez, you know, frickin' yeah, layer. Operation Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, it's Operation Phoenix. And Batman's like, look, you know what? Uh, death is meaningless in this world anyway. So I made some contingencies. He's got a bunch of rows of himself, and he has one little Alfred that he's working on in his spare time. Dude, no, he's got like, he's got Tim's, he's got Jason's, he's got mm-hmm. Tim's, he's, he's got Barbara's. <laughs> That would be so fucking horrifying, but it, would also be, but it would also be like, yeah, again, totally ties into what we were saying about, you know, Batman sometimes being painted as this unlikable sociopath anti-hero. If Batman just became Rick Sanchez, that would yeah. be the thing. Dude, that is something that uh, Johns would have been like, are you sh- okay? I'm taking that. Yeah. That is exactly what I think of Batman. And he'd, give a which- whole, he'd give a whole speech about like the world is too chaotic and everything that I will bring order to the chaos. The world only makes sense when you force it to. Again, Frank Miller. Yeah, there uh, you go. MP one year later wasn't a fix just to Dio Johns and Rucka taking credit for taking a problem they created. Wade took the paranoia for it far enough in Tower Babel and then later had bats reconcile with the JLA. Yeah. I mean, like, look, dude, then I'm not, the reality is I'm not going to convince you that you don't like the Dio Johns and Rucka. I'm sorry. Uh, they're all great writers and they did a damn good story. And the direction of Batman was fixed in as much as yes, they did take him in a direction you didn't like, but they put it back where it came from. And, and, and you're not going to like everything that's comics. There's plenty of runs I don't like, but I think, you exactly. know, if, if a writer, you know, cares enough, they put the toys in the box by the end and, you know, clean up for the next guy, which exactly. is one of the reasons I love comics so much. I might not like this run, but there's a good chance I might like the next run, which is what keeps me coming back year after year. It's very, very true. Uh, Sphere mode. Speaking of Julia, what did you guys think about Batman Eternal? It was really messy, but I kind of love it. None of its changes stuck, though. I read I, like the first few issues and was like, I don't like this at all. I, I read it. all of it. It's very new 52. I do like the ending, though. Only really the beginning and the ending sticks out for me. There's a lot of stuff in the middle that I forget about. I'll, I'll be really weird. I think Batman and Robin Eternal, the sequel they did that was shorter and more focused, like a couple years after that, I like that one more. I thought that one had a stronger villain. The problem with that one is that that one's also a little unreadable now because it's them trying to add stuff into the new 52. That's where they bring Cass back and St. Dumas back and all this yeah. other stuff. And now it's like, well, now none of that matters because now all the old continuity was returned to anyway. So this story makes no sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's it's a fun ass story in the moment. And I enjoyed right. it when it was going on because it's like, hey, let's actually have, you know, the balls to tell a Batman story without Batman for like a month. Right. Please. Yeah. Um, neat idea. And I, I respected it. It was clearly they were like, oh, we'll just we'll just do the 52. But with Batman. Like, yeah. <laughs> and in half the time, too. And also Dick is agent Art. Grayson in that one. And it's oh, a whole God. thing. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, Supreme Omega says, uh, I'm tired of the trope where we tear down Batman and fracture the Bat family. It's overdone. I wonder when it started. Was it War Games or Murder Fugitive? Mm. Uh, I mean, like they, I mean, they arguably they fractured the Batman, uh, world when Dick Grayson left for college. This is true. Every five to eight years. Again, much, much like Daredevil having his life ruined and his secret identity outed <laughs> and everything, it's become the new hot go to. Every writer gets one. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm sick of it myself. But everybody, mo- most writers who want to make a big splash, 
are talking about deconstruction. It's it's basically a tradition at this point. It's like killing a flash in a crisis. You can't not do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We got Juwan Fit- Fincher. I, we had a couple of things we wanted to talk about that yeah. we'll get into. But uh, Juwan Fincher, Sal, what do you think of the Art and Tim Drake book? He's my favorite Robin, and he finally has a newer book on the app. But the art hurts me. It's not for me. It's not get, not for me. They they are making a strong artistic choice with that one. Yes. It is weird that the art in the book doesn't match the cover, which means if you bought it solely on the cover, you'd be like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> it's true. Oh damn. Um, I was just putting up this little uh, reminder if you want to be part of the secret stream. That's going to be after this the show. Click the link. Um, Uncanny Human Torch. Uh, what cameos do you think will be in the Brave and the Bold movie? Dude, the fact that Metamorpho is going to be in the Superman movie tells me I would never, I would be, I would do wrong to guess. Huntress and Onyx. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I think Cassie's going to be in it. Yeah. And Ka- again, because James Gunn is like, look, you know, you can't build a universe on its own with just AAA characters, as we have seen. You need weirdo side characters who I will cast my friends in because I know they will always come back for the video <laughs> games and the cartoons and the TV shows and all the other side projects. So that's exactly. why I do it. Yeah. Which I don't blame him for. I, I, I would do the same thing. It's, it's a smart idea, him keeping it all in his like extended family. Yeah. It's smart and a smart crowd will appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, stupid sandwich. It dawned on me after Sal's last episode of 52, but why wasn't Bruce arrested on the spot immediately after outing himself in Batman Incorporated once people realized he's the guy who finances all of Batman's tech, like Brother I? Uh, I mean, on one hand, because they wanted... They, they didn't. They already did the, the Bruce Wayne was arrested angle, mm-hmm. and it was a huge thing. For another, because um, they wanted to tell a story about like Bruce Wayne dealing with the fallout of that without also being arrested. And for a third, he was a billionaire. Yeah, so he gets You don't just put them it. in jail. no. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's why. Uh, Girk Pectus, I usually hate retcons and wish comics would just live with the consequences for once. If it's a mistake, move on. But this case, I want a retcon. Exactly. It that's how cuts I feel through too. a lot of comic book cynicism. Doesn't it? It's like, yeah, but it's Alfred, though. You can fuck it up this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's Alfred. It's all right. Um, as for what we were talking about, uh, how do we bring back Alfred? How do we fix this problem? Mm-hmm. Well, I you could always ideas. just. Yeah, we could say it was Clayface the whole time. F you. Which is what I think King wanted to do originally because Clayface was yeah. a good guy at the time, was affiliated with the Bat family. We see him in the big, you know, uh, what is it, City of Bane fight. So he was around the area at the time. It would be very easy to say it was Clayface. And in fact, I think you still could use that retcon if you wanted. You would only then have to explain why did Clayface not tell Batman? And also, where has Alfred been in the meantime? Yes. And I think a good way around that is to have Clayface be like, yeah, I saved him. I brought him out. But then he got snatched up by another evil organization. And they threatened me, Basil Carlo, that they would mm. kill my friend, Dr. Victoria November, who he was, yep. of course, you know, was kind of like his girlfriend, girl Friday thing. They had an interesting <laughs> relationship. I wish they had continued that story, but they never did. Yeah. I think that would be a good way to do it, like have batman fight clayface he's about to you know punch him out and then have clayface be like no alfred's alive <laughs> right no i think there's a lot there where it's like hell the whole damn retcon is clayface is alfred he hid alfred alfred gets taken 
or we we merge it with another of your ideas which can which connects the lion and unicorn and red claw story yes because if you want to you know again cut through the cynicism of comic book fans if you want them to love something get super nostalgic for it invoke one of the most famous alfred episodes of batman the animated series the lion and the unicorn snatched him up again you know while reactivating you old boy you know red claws at it again and we need you she has super cells all over the uk i'm i'm telling you man if they like the moment where like we just cut to right like after everyone's sad clayface like oh man this is gonna be great when i reveal and he goes there and alfred's gone alfred freed himself yeah or alfred was freed by his old regiment from the like the the unicorn yeah we heard you were in trouble old boy so we got the band back together right and they're like we need you for this thing and he's like i i can't if I return, if I re- if I return right now, Batman will not let me do this. Yeah, so, so I have I'll to leave. go now. Yeah, and let them think he's dead. And Clayface, will- Clayface is fine. <laughs> yeah, you'll make a whole thing where it's like, look, we're sending you in undercover, and the only way we can send you in undercover is if you're dead. I mean, that's basically just Grayson, but with Alfred, which I'll yeah. read. I'll read an Alfred book for like at least six issues. Because you also really need to get secret with it, because even his daughter thinks that he's dead, and she's a super spy, so Dude. she probably should have been able to check that shit. I, I had another one, too. If you didn't want to go uh, Lion and Unicorn, I, I actually did some research on this. I'm like, where does the word butler come from, actually? It comes from the word bottler which is like you know the in olden times the guys who were the cup bearers and the wine fillers for kings and royalty and everything sure. and i'm like ooh, maybe alfred at butler school he got involved in like a secret society the order of the bottlers and they're like oh we will stand next to power you know for the next hundred years and we will yeah. tr- trot the course of human history and i'm like hmm if he was part of a secret butler's club, I guess Wintergreen Deathstroke's guy would be there. And maybe uh, Chamberlain, uh, who's the evil Alfred in the Nightwing book right now. How many other butlers are there? What if he said all the butlers were part of a special club and that <laughs> they've been trying to like, you know, either manipulate or try and push uh, the superhero community into a certain direction. And they snatched him up for something because they're like, oh, well, obviously we had to save you, but we can't just bring you back because reason, reason, reason. Totally. No, I, 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 I like that a lot too. I love the, I love the secret order of the butlers. That's a great one. Um, it's very John I, wick in the continental. It's very like, uh, what was that movie? Uh, uh, again, the one about the freaking hotel. 1408. Uh, no, 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 the, not a horror. No, is it that Wes oh. Anderson movie? I fucking love it. Why can't oh, I the remember? Darjeeling limited. No, no, no. It was the other one about the Hydra with Ray Hotel Fiennes. Rwanda? No. Uh, Hotel, yeah. Yes, Hotel Rwanda. Hotel Rwanda. So, so Alfred stops Hotel Rwanda, you see. Yeah. Uh, crap. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Grand, Grand Budapest, because at the end of that, you find out that like all the hoteliers are part of a special club together, and they have a little pin, and they all talk to each other and share trade secrets and everything. Oh, yeah. What if we did that with butlers in the DC universe? Yeah. There we go. I'd take that. And, and they've been hiding him this whole time, you know, waiting for, you know, uh, the heat to be off. <laughs> right, exactly. And then eventually he'll just come back. Yeah. That's fine. I would take that. Um, it's funny. I had a, uh, there was a comment here um, from Silver Cricket who said, listen, Talon Alfred, thoughts. Oh, shit. I hate it so much that I'm sure that's what they're going to do. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, the Court of Owls grabs him and puts that, you know, whatever the fuck juice in him to make him a talent and then send him after Bruce because like, yeah. oh, we, we know he won't kill him. Right, exactly. No, I think if anything, that will be what they do. Fuck. <laughs> that's, that, that's such like an obvious idea where it's like, yeah, how have they not thought of that before? Yeah. 
because because they are deliberately gymnast like gymnasting their way around doing anything like everything that you've seen with them doing anything with alfred has been nothing but with flair yeah my my other idea too is just make him the new specter alfred yeah. is the new specter alfred specter which you might see in a book you may have already seen in a book. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't oh. already. Mm. <laughs> I, I have not actually, so that's interesting. Yeah, well, we'll we'll talk about it later. But yes, th- that's a thing. Holy shit! Well, again, cl- clearly, great minds think alike. I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I would just make him Spectre because then you have an interesting dynamic too, where now. Batman has a paranormal magic guy on his team, which he doesn't normally have because it's the one thing Batman can't do canonically. He's a master of everything. Never really wrapped his head around magic and the occult. Yeah, it's true. And now he has a ghost dad. Yeah, ghost dad. Yeah, Alfred the ghost dad coming this fall. Uh, MP, I think part of what makes Alfred's death so rough is that all the other status quo changes, no Gordon, Fortune, Manor, etc. All those other things on their own could be used to explore years worth of stories, but DC hasn't done much with them. It's true. Dude, that's the real problem is that like they did them all. They're like, let's use Marge's makeup shotgun on Batman where it's like, <laughs> change. He's no more Manor, blam. Also, he has no money, blam. And Alfred's gone, blam. And also like, you know, he's a woman. Like, what? Why did you have it set to whore? Right. <laughs> and, and it's it's weird too, because like they retire Gordon give him that joker book which is basically all about him he's the main protagonist in that and then they bring him back in a backup story right after he's like oh man y'all i said i was at peace with not being a cop anymore and i was going to move on and i had a real growth experience actually i just want to be a cop again so i'm just going to be a detective in gotham again yeah is that where he's a private eye or do they yes they but it's in a backup him? story which no one read and no one gives a fuck and they probably won't reference when it is Dude, time to bring him back i remember it I, I i read that one ish that one backup and i went no i don't care in a couple sentences, like, oh, so you're completely throwing out everything uh, Joker did, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Me and Harvey. Here we go. Which I'm like, if you were just going to do that, why don't you just start with that? Why did you have yeah. a whole story of, you know, Jim going on this journey of self-discovery and going into his own personal heart of darkness if you were just going to throw it the fuck out? I don't know. Because, I don't know. because we don't. Because Gordon isn't a character. Like, he, because Gordon isn't a protagonist. He's a supporting character. <laughs> but in that book, he was. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'm just saying, like, as far as DC's concerned, no. He, he's um, also just part of the scenery that we can bring in and out whenever we want. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyway, so yeah, the, uh, any other pitches for how to fix him? No, those were my big ones there. Again, yeah. I, I like what the chat said, that they still have his arm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, clone him. Or have yeah. someone else clone him. Batman can't clone him. Dr. Hugo Strange clones him because reasons. You need to have yeah. a villain clone him. Yeah. I like all oh, these. Oh, oh, another one, too, I didn't think of. Uh, yeah. Remember the name pit, the super special awesome Lazarus pit that Tom King invented that <laughs> e- evil Flashpoint Batman was going to use to bring back Martha, and then they just never did it? So that exists, Boom. and because Tom King killed him, I think it would be interesting to use a Tom King idea to bring him back. Well, I, it's funny. I was thinking uh, we should, if they did the like uh, uh, the uh, Lion and the Unicorn, it should be Pennyworth, the Lion and the Unicorn, written by Tom King. 
Yes, yes, it like, should actually. King should have to fix it. And but I think, um, and I feel like we kind of missed that thing. Like if they did that when the Pennyworth show was on television, oh God, it would have been synergy as hell. Like, are you kidding me? But uh, as it stands, I love the idea of like them just using that thing that he invented anyway to bring to bring him back. Because like, it was so stupid. Where it's like, yep, there's a super special, awesome Lazarus pit out there, completely, you know, uh, what is it, downside free? Can use it whenever you want. <laughs> yep, yep. But it also has to be uh, destroyed at the end because there's no way. Yeah, they had some rocks falling. They just got to have someone excavate it. Yeah, RK. My idea is to have the gentleman ghost take Alfred's hey. spirit to serve his own butler, hey. and then the Batman shenanigans comes back. Fun. I love that. Yeah. Just, just to, you just want to see gentleman ghost again, and I understand that. Go pick up Batman the detective. By the way, he appears for two seconds. There so you go. Or, or maybe Alfred's just in heaven. Maybe we just have a story where we gotta go to heaven and get Alfred back. That's Batman just, breaks into heaven, dude. That's Kevin Smith's Green Arrow. That's yes, it is. Which, by the way, that'd be fine. That'd be really cool. I would love to see Batman go to heaven. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, you know, there's a great moment where, uh, where you know, Hal Jordan goes to Batman like after everything, and he's like you're an asshole take my <laughs> ring and use it to like you know enhance your willpower and get over it and he's like i don't want to um and it's like okay that's cool that's fun uh, i would love it if they were like we got to go to heaven and get alfred and he's like i'm not going yeah <laughs> i can't i can't go i'll get distracted yeah i'll see my parents probably i'll run I'll, i will not come back <laughs> yeah i'll just want to stay <laughs> yeah and it's like that'd be kind of all right yeah that'd I mean, be interesting too because it's like okay how many comic characters are actually dead right now and how many would go to heaven because that would be like a real who's who like bring back characters like no one has thought of in years yeah 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 or and here's another this is kind of a secret invasion thing you reveal that like one character that's that's back isn't really back someone's like oh good you're here tell mr terrific that uh to stop puppeting my body (laughs) yes please (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh that'd be kind of fun or also and again this is the laziest one just bring them back whenever the fuck the next crisis is gonna be we know you're gonna do it Mm mm-hmm I'm surprised you didn't bring him back in Dark Christ. Everyone would have accepted it. Batman just goes back to the cave. Alfred, hello, I'm alive again. One more day at where where Harry just walks in. He's like, hi. Yeah. No. (laughs) But with Alfred, no one would care. It would be like, ah, good, good. Literally everyone just goes, right, right, good. Hey, hey, if they ever remember Dr. Manhattan exists, maybe Dr. Manhattan will throw in a freebie of being like, look, I brought uh, the Kents back. I thought I'd bring Alfred back too. Seriously? No, that'd that'd be kind of funny. It'd be kind of funny if he was like, listen, uh, uh, I I switched Clayface and Alfred too. <laughs> the last second. Why not? <laughs> that was supposed to be Clayface. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyway, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we'll see you guys next time with another episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. If you want to see more Joel, make sure to, to visit youtube.com slash Cape Joel and uh, subscribe to this channel for more. There is more. Trust me. There's more coming. So stay mm-hmm. tuned. And we'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode of Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. So long, everybody. Bye-bye.